everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Chaotic Queens. With me, as always, is Queen Mahalia. Oh, yeah, and I'm Queen Abia. Should have yeah. started with that. <laughs> uh, so let's just get started with something chaotic that happened in our week. How about you, Mahalia? <laughs> okay, well, uh, so we were in breakout groups of two, like, so two people, and the assignment was to like one of you is a reporter and one of you is a representative of the European Union and so we're talking about you know asking questions and then like the reporter asks a question and then the other person answers trying to use the the conjugation that we just learned in class uh like in your answer and so we we were doing that and then the professor dropped in and then as soon as the professor left we just kind of started chatting and this girl's very nice she's super nice we've been in groups together before um and we both like kind of bond over the fact that we're some of the only people who talk in class so we were talking about that and then at the end you know on like zoom meetings and you when you're in the breakout group and that little pop-up comes up that says breakout groups closing in however many seconds and it's it's always kind of awkward you know and someone's always always in the middle of a sentence and then that comes up and you're like do we keep talking what and so she was and she said she threw me off she she said she said okay bye queen and I was like I my brain like short-circuited and I said I was thinking like I was talking to like you or like our friend and I said I said love you so First of all, if you were talking to me, you never say love you. No, like, no. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Well, because it's like, you know, like a back and forth, like, okay, like, bye, queen, like, love you, ah, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and I feel like, <laughs> like, That's I say that so with, like, our funny. friend Annalise, who's been on the pod, love her. Um, Like, I would say that with her, or like, I don't know, some, like, people, like, as like a joking manner, like, as though we're people who say that. And... Like, that's so funny that's like when you like go buy something and they're like have a great day or like yes. oh no enjoy or something and you or, like the, you the, the, the movie theaters at the movie theaters when they're like enjoy your movie and you're like you too yeah, it's, it's the same level of embarrassment <laughs> and I was like yeah, I knew it coming so out funny. I was it was one of those things where I was like my mouth was saying something and my brain was like just catching up so like as it's coming out I'm going like, my brain's like, no, like, we don't know her that well. <laughs> so That's I tried to so make funny. it, like, a little, like, up, you know, at the end, like, love you, you know, like, oh sing song at the God. end to, like, feel like hopefully she gets it. Oh, I'm Aww. so sorry if you are listening to this, which definitely not, but, like, if I'm, like, mm, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking that for the, about that for the rest of my life. Like, that's, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Literally, Mahalia asked me, she was like, should I, like, tell her sorry? <laughs> I'm like, no, don't even contact her. Pretend it didn't even happen. Pretend it didn't even happen. And we came back to the main room, like, I knew, you know, then, and then I was faced with, like, because she left right after, so, like, maybe she didn't even hear it. She definitely did, but maybe. Um, And then, so she left right after, and so I'm just faced with that blank screen, that black screen that's, like, returning to the main room. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I'm just faced with looking at myself, like, what have I done? And then I, I, you know, the audio was thankfully turned off when you go back into the room, but I was just sitting there, like, just like wow I really did that like <laughs> and she was like I was like okay she can see me so she thought it was weird like I should look like it wasn't that weird so I was just sitting there kind of like mm-hmm, like, like nodding at our professor like the craziest thing that happened was that I 
I, this happens to us like usually was is that I wrote a discussion post at 2.30 in the morning <laughs> and it made no sense. I just wrote it because I had to write it. It needed, I needed the credit for it. Um, and so I barely remember what I said. And then the next day in class, she called on me like the first, I was the first person to be called on. And she was like, you made interesting points in your discussion post. Do you want to like elaborate more on that? And I said, I don't know. She can literally see that I submitted it at 2.30 in the morning. Maybe she and all I did, her. all I did was just, I just said what, what the same thing I said in the discussion post. And then she was like, thank you. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about, we talked about it like briefly privately last week because it wasn't like confirmed or anything, but Shailene Woodley just confirmed that she is engaged to Aaron Rodgers. This is the strangest engagement. I think it made so much news because I just can't imagine Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers in the same room, let alone engaged to each other. (laughs) They seem like the most opposite people. On the planet. Yeah. (laughs) She did confirm it on Jimmy Fallon, I believe. I watched like a little part of that interview where she did confirm it. And she said that she had never watched football. She still Mm -hmm. has never watched a football game. Love that for her. So she only knew him as as a person, which I guess is is good. She knows that he plays football, but she doesn't really know the extent of it. So that's really interesting. And then she also said that they met and like got together during lockdown so that's interesting because they just got engaged so Mm -hmm. my thought on that is why were you were you out and about what were you doing because that's not good shouldn't be out and about well I mean I'd assume like maybe they like met and started talking and they were like let's just live together for a while since we're locked down bold choice (laughs) yeah that's a that's a decision. Good for them, first of all. I did see, I don't know if it was, it must have been in that uh, interview that she did where she said she never pictured herself marrying someone who threw a ball. Yes. Isn't that what she Yeah, said? that's what she said. I did laugh. I did think that was clever. Because <laughs> we couldn't picture that for her either. Not that no. I really think of her that often, but um, it was interesting. And same, same with Aaron Rodgers. I did not, I wouldn't picture him. I don't, I don't really think about him that much either, to be honest. I don't but. think about either of them, but I know each of them, like, yeah. as, as, like, these these people. Like, separate these, entities. Yeah, these yeah. separate entities. Like, no, definitely. He, he's a football star, and she's, like... He's a football man. She <laughs> eats granola. <laughs> she that was my That was trees. my big joke. Let me say my big joke. She taught him about granola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that she speaks laugh. for the trees yeah yeah she does remember when divergent was coming out and she would be on the red carpets and she'd be like i eat no was that jennifer lawrence who said i eat pizza and people thought it was like revolutionary or like what did she that was Jen- she that was, was that was jennifer lawrence now shailene sure. woodley someone asked her if she was hungry and then she said no and then the reporter or like interviewer was like well I'm hungry and then she was like well you should eat oh that's what I think of <laughs> I, yeah I do, I do like that moment that that is pretty funny yeah. I do because what a weird it's question like, yeah I don't I'm know people hungry. just like to like at, they feel like it's such like a crazy thing when people like eat like just like Gigi Hadid when well when young she talks Romani. about like yeah. yeah when she talks about how like she loves burgers and stuff because I remember on Jim, Jimmy Fallon or something they brought her burgers to eat 
so weird. Like why? And it was just, it was so weird. And they were like, oh, oh my gosh, you know? Wow, she's, she's really model. taking one for the team. And it's like, she's such oh a my trooper. god, people eat, people eat. We'll see how it goes. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested because she said that they got to know each other during lockdown. So I wonder what life will be like once we're out of lockdown That's because true. because they only know each other that means they only know each other exclusively through like this lockdown scenario where he doesn't have like a bunch of like games well he was playing football though the football he was playing but he she got said like far. in the beginning like it was like pretty restricted like there wasn't yeah. a lot happening so i don't know well good luck to them good luck to them oh the next thing that we should talk about is spider-man they did release the title of it but it was pretty funny i guess because you know marvels likes to do the whole pr stunts with the spider-man cast especially because it's like quirky and funny They're young people yeah mm-hmm. especially with tom holland they like to make him seem like he doesn't know what he's doing because that's like his characters kind of thing <laughs> so what they did was it was zendaya and then um tom holland and then yes jacob batalon uh, release titles and also BTS pictures from the film, and they were all different titles. Yeah, so Tom's was Phone Home, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, what were the other two? It was Home Slice. Home Slice, yeah, that was a dance, right? Yeah, and then I think the other one was Home Wrecker. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, they were pretty funny. They were really funny. Yeah. It was funny, and then they were all commenting on each other's. I saw Zendaya commented on Tom's and was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I thought that was a, that was a, a great way to... It was funny, but excited. I think that the top one, the top marketing thing that Marvel did is when Tom got the letter from Marvel and it said, confidential, do not share. Yes. I think that was iconic. That was Everyone, iconic That was like... Ugh, I was so seeing good. that, yeah, the like people being like oh you thought that was good remember this yeah it was the Avengers that that can't be top that was so good (laughs) such a good PR stunt I saw someone on Twitter said that Marvel someone needs to study Marvel's like marketing tactics because it's so good it is so good it also reminded me of um when he was doing like one of those virtual pub quizzes in last year in support of whatever charity and or maybe it's just on a live stream I forget the context and it wasn't like a through Marvel, but he had the answers printed on the back of the cards, and he was, like, holding them up. Do you remember that? He was, like, reading it, but he didn't realize the answers were on the back, so people could see. And he was like, oh, wow, you guys are really good, but he was showing the answers. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do like that they're leaning into him being a little bit reckless. Yeah, I mean, it fits the character, you know. It does. It's it's cute. I think it's fun. Also, I'm so excited. They said it's going to come out um, Christmas in theaters, but we'll we'll see see. how that goes. I would like to see a Marvel movie in theaters, and I feel bad saying that because I I, said at the end of Endgame, I said, wow, that was a lot, and I think I'm done, but I am excited. I want to go and have some things explode, and it's dark in this room, and I'm eating popcorn and um, being quiet. Sounds nice. I just feel like Marvel movies are meant to be seen in theaters. Like, it's not the same as watching it, like, on your computer or on your TV at home. Like, it, yeah. it's like a, and it's, it's an experience. It is an experience. So, I hope so, because 
That would be fun. I love watching Marvel movies. Not as simping for Marvel. That's embarrassing. They're just so good. But they are really good. Speaking of. They're so good. Did you watch WandaVision? No, I haven't watched WandaVision. Okay, I haven't either, obviously. I never get to. I I normally watch it after we finish recording, but. Well, anyway, this. The Spider-Man name is No Way Home. Yes, and yes. And that's the name that they released because they did, like, a cute little video where the, the three stars were like, oh, but you didn't even tell us the right name. Yeah, and yeah. Walk, they walked by a billboard or whiteboard um, with the name on it. I think, I've seen people theorizing, it's that maybe it has something to do with, um, I don't know, potential spoilers? I don't know. The, with the multiverse coming up yes, because yes, they think yeah, I think is setting up the multiverse and you have Doctor Strange coming after Spider-Man in March 2022. Yeah. So they're thinking it's like WandaVision is going to end next week and with potentially setting up the existence of a multiverse and then Spider-Man coming through and maybe he, because remember at the end of the last Spider-Man, um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character revealed his actual name, Peter Parker. So, and set him up for whatever murder Jake Gyllenhaal's character did or whatever that was. That's been a while since I watched that. Um, I need to, yeah, I need to rewatch yeah. these Marvel movies. I watched it in theaters. That You know what? That was probably the last Marvel movie I saw in theaters was the Spider-Man one because they didn't, did anything yeah. else come out after that in theaters? I don't think so. I, I think, think, yeah, so. maybe that was the last one. Yeah, so that must have been the last one I saw, actually, of them in theaters. And so people are thinking that maybe Peter is stuck. He's not on Earth. He's in some other multiverse because, and he can't get home. And that's therefore No Way Home is the title. Um, like he's going to have to work to get himself back to the. Um, that's exciting. Have Dr. you watched. Strange will things, elaborate on that. Have you watched the, the multiverse, the other Spider-Man, the animated one? No, I With still Miles haven't. Morales. Yeah, I Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. I watched it three times already. I don't like to watch it like that often but it's it's so good now is that canonically part of or is that it's, a standalone it's in it, i think it's a standalone it's okay. not connected with like the other movies but it is pretty interesting how we have an idea of what the multiverse is through that movie because i didn't really understand the multiverse until that one yeah I'm it's like stoked. fun and the graphics are really good and the music is is really good i mean it won it won the animated best picture so yeah the next which I hope, year. like, it's kind of, like, upsetting when you think about it for, like, people who don't have Disney Plus and really enjoy the Marvel movies. Yes. Yeah. No, it's You know, because then they don't, they don't have access to understanding, you know, what's really happening if they're all connected to each other. It's kind of like you have to get yeah. Disney Plus in order to understand now. When announcing Disney Plus, they were already announcing things like The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is going to be a movie, but that was already plans to be on Disney Plus exclusively before the lockdown. If any if any of their plans would have changed had we not had the pandemic um, in terms of putting content on Disney Plus, but I believe they were going to do that with the TV show formats and this other movie already. And I think because they haven't gone to release any big tentpole movies yet in lockdown, it'll be the first one will be the Spider-Man in, in December. Yeah. The only Disney thing that they tried to do in theaters was Mulan they haven't attempted to do a big movie yet in theaters. I think they have one on Disney Plus coming out again on Premiere Access. I don't remember which one exactly. Oh, that Raya though. and yes, the Dragon? Raya. I keep seeing ads for that, but I, I scroll right past them. Yeah, but they haven't really been advertising that, which kind of 
is sus to me. Yeah, it looks interesting. Because I'm, yeah, I'm it looks like an for that. It, it looks. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wait until it's yeah. like out. It looks. It looks great. Oh well, I saw. Well, the, but they advertised the crap out of Mulan, and that was fully done in Xinjiang with the knowledge and and uh, okay of the Communist Party. I was watching a fan theory video, and they mentioned how in the comics, Tilda Swinton's character in Doctor Strange is actually a Tibetan monk in the comics, but they had to make her white for the movie so that it could be released in China because China doesn't recognize Tibet. So it changed the entirety of the whole movie. This is like old news for people who know things, but I just learned it. Isn't that crazy? That is interesting. I really enjoyed Doctor Strange. I'll say it. I love that movie. I love the graphics. It's like very trippy. It's cool. I love the concept of everything. Because Disney and a lot of movie studios view China as the future in terms of um, the, the economic side of things. They actually are are changing the roles in their movies from the source material comics based to, to appease the Chinese government. And that's yeah, also I in mean, terms of I the mean, content generally, because they, they have a film board. The, comic, the, the, the government has a film board, and there's a bunch of strict rules about what can and cannot be depicted in film films that get released and there's only apparently 34 western films that are allowed to be released in china a year and so to get one of those slots you have to make sure that your movie is within these parameters and that's the next biggest market for these movies isn't that crazy like i never never considered that that is that that is crazy i mean it does make sense considering china would be a very large fan base so they would all those people yeah yeah so you would want to appeal to that that's yeah and the communist party doesn't show any signs of going anywhere anytime soon i mean g president g just set himself up to be president for life essentially a few years ago when he got rid of term limits i believe that's, that's what he did that's crazy yeah. i mean i love tilda i think she is, oh i think she did a great job with it she's an yeah. amazing actress she has the range <laughs> um but wow i never yeah i never thought about that yeah how messed up because people at the time of it, again I'm, I'm hearing all this secondhand years later but at the time when that that movie was you know the cast was announced people were mad because they said this is quite literally whitewashing the character like it's very i mean until this yeah one, i mean she's love her she's one of our whitest actresses yes so <laughs> they, they were saying like, like, like look at yes. the source material this it's an it's an old tibetan monk and then yeah here we have yeah Tula. So our last topic today of discussion is the interview posted today, this morning, um, from James Corden's The Late Late Show uh, with an interview with Prince Harry, his first interview in America. This is coming a week ahead of the Oprah interview with both Harry and Meghan, which is set to be released next week. I was a little mad that I had to watch, I had to give a view to Mr. Corden, but it was too compelling to not click on it. I thought that the interview was very well done. I think it was a balance of having fun and not, or like a little more serious. But the premise was that uh, similarly to James's carpool karaoke, they rented out a, an open top sightseeing bus in LA so that ostensibly for James to give Harry a tour of LA of course, it was it was for the interview purposes, and then they went around and did a few things in the city. So, uh, what did you think of it, Avia? 
Oh my God. I loved it. She sent it to me this morning and I was like so shocked because I wasn't expecting to see an interview like this with Prince Harry, Prince Harry. I mean, especially yeah. come on. like I was expecting, you know, he's, he's a, a Royal, like, you know, Royal families do things that are very like professional and I feel like are very scripted and, you know, interviews like this, you can't really script them as much because the, the questions just come and you kind of think of it. So it was just a very casual thing, and we had to see him as, like, a normal person, which was just so interesting and so exciting, because we never see that. We never see that from the royal family. They're, like, these picture-perfect people. Um, not to say that the interview, he wasn't perfect. I mean, he was. But <laughs> but he was just, like, so just casual. Like, you know, he wasn't wearing a suit or anything. He was just wearing, like, what, jeans and, like, a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It was just so fun and also in part of the interview that was on YouTube, we didn't watch it like on TV or anything. He, they called Megan and this, I like, she, how do you answer a FaceTime call looking that good? Like she looked perfect. Also the quality on that phone was just perfect. I don't know how she did it, but it was just so good. And it was just so, so cute. The way they talked about, he talked about his family. He just seemed so happy. Yeah, I'm just, it was such a cute interview and I loved it. I wasn't even expecting it because I know that they have that Oprah interview coming up soon. I was expecting that to be like their first interview as like, you know, living in LA, but then, you know, James Corden got them first, yeah. got him first. So that was interesting. I guess, you know, he's British, so it feels comfortable. Right. But, I don't know. It was just, it was fun. You know, James Corden did all the fun little shticks. They had like a, like an obstacle course to do. They went to the, to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house. Yeah. So yeah, they did, they did fun things. Yeah. I liked how, how serious he was able to be. And I, I was thinking about it while I was watching. I think that was the benefit of having it be just him and not Megan. Because she always gets, anytime she tries to talk about serious things, she gets belittled or people in the, in the press complain that she's too serious or, I don't know, taking things too seriously overall. And so I liked that he, that it was just him because he was able to speak to these ser- serious things that people want answers to and approach it in a serious way not joking I think and I think that was the right move because he's able to do that and the press is not going to be as harsh with him versus if it was just her doing an interview she would be you know painted as this person who needs attention and if she was answering questions in a serious way it would be oh you know Megan's too serious she can't have fun uh or worse I'm sure much worse people would come up with (laughs) things to say about her um so I appreciated that and I mean he even I also liked that he framed the decision to leave that family as his decision, because again, that also gets put on Megan a lot. And he said that it was negative. It was a negative space in terms of his mental health being there. And he said he did what any dad would have done and he removed his family or he said, I think he said husband and father would have done. And so he took his family out of that situation. And I, again, I appreciated him saying it and just taking ownership and saying, look, it was not, you know, it probably wasn't just his decision, but to say it wasn't me trying to leave my family. It was me removing myself from this toxic situation. I also, I also just really loved how it was just him. You know, we just see him as, because so normally we, it's always 
Harry and Megan, Megan and Harry, you know, I think it was nice to see him as just his own person. Like, you know, it was just one person um, having this interview. I think that was, that was really nice. Yeah. And then he also, James Corden also brought up the crown because he talked about that. They do talk that they watch Netflix, which yeah. got me a little excited. Cause I was like, Oh my God, acknowledgement of the crown, you know, yes. from a Royal family. <laughs> Uh, member and I really I really appreciated what he said you know he didn't like lash on it he didn't say like this was you know wrong he doesn't support it or he doesn't watch it or something like that he said you know he knows that it's fictional based loosely on based on true events and he he would much prefer that instead of tabloids that release things as truth I really appreciated that and it was just really nice yeah I thought he was definitely it's well said. Great job. Yeah, yeah, it was just well said. Also, it reminded me of what we said next, last week about how he just looks like some guy if he's not with Megan. Like, he really yeah. just looks like some guy. Yeah, he was <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm sure people like on the street, like in their cars, they were like, that's James Corden. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure maybe Megan watched it and had a good laugh too. Oh, I'm sure. Also, Archie's first word was crocodile. That was so funny. He yeah, we had, like, that. a little debate about that because we were like, it, was it really? Was, was it really? I'm really? like, are they counting it as the first multisyllabic word that the kids yes. said or yeah. tried to say? I, it must be the first, like, word word, you know? Because yeah. it has to be, like, babies make sounds. Right. Growing up and like people associate that with like being words. So I would assume it's probably like an actual word that he said. Gotta be. (laughs) But good for him. Also, the idea of um, he shared that he's like, my grandmother asked what Archie wanted for Christmas and he wanted a waffle maker. So Megan told her he wanted a waffle maker and she sent one. And James Corden pointed out the absurdity of it. He you know, because Harry was telling a story and James went, sorry, I'm just trying to, the Queen of England buying a waffle maker and sending it to Santa Barbara. <laughs> I'm sure she told someone to buy it, oh, but it is funny. It's, it's she a wasn't funny on Amazon, thought. like, it let is, me see. I know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my, did she, like, insert, like, the, like, address into Amazon? And was like, She was like, do we go with the Hamilton Beach model? Like, <laughs> I do. Oh my God. Every single time. Like, it's so interesting when they say like my grandmother, my grandfather. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Also when he's like, my grandfather just closes the computer. Yeah. When he's on a Zoom, when <laughs> we're on a Zoom call. The, the thing where it's like, <laughs> like cyberbullying isn't real. Just close the computer. But it is, I mean, I, it's really like, it, it's like heartwarming to know that they still are like in contact with each other though. And they still it like really call is. and they're yeah. like, you know, keeping them updated on Archie. I think, you know, thank God it's not like a fully like cut ties with a family situation, even though they're, they're like opposite sides of the world now. Well, yeah, the, he also spoke to that. He said, he, he clarified again that he's always going to have a life of public service and that that's not going to change. And so he said, I, you know, w- with this decision, it was about me leaving that situation, not about me leaving my family. And I yeah. like that he again made that clear, though I feel like they've both sides of this have had to make that clear for the last year. Um, Cause you know, of course the press wants a story and so they're going to make one up. Um, so I like that he, 
took it on himself and he said, I'm still part of the family. They're still my family. It's just that I couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hope that they talk in the Oprah piece in a more serious setting. I hope that they talk more about maybe like the racism and like what the reality was. I I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's what they're going to touch on the most. But I think it was also like, I think it's a pretty good strategic thing to go on James Corden too, to have something Mm -hmm. more lighthearted. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like not a lot of people, especially like young people, mostly young people like to watch James Corden, I would say, you know, because it's like fun and, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And like Oprah is a much more serious, like, I feel like it's going to be like a 60 minutes kind of thing situation. So like, it's like for a for an older audience. So I think it was, I think it was a smart thing to, to do this kind of interview. Yeah. And again, I think it was a good thing to do with just him. Well, I mean, I think Megan, like before she can do like the fun stuff, it needs to be addressed. Like what has happened, you know? Yeah. I want them to serve a big slice of humble pie to the British press in that other <laughs> one. Cause I think what's hap- what happens with them is like the press is horrible to her because they're racist. But when you point out that they're racist, they don't want to think about it or accept it. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens with people, too. Like, if you say, hey, that thing you said was racist, they're probably going to react negatively and, and kind of defensively. And I think it needs to be just plainly shown in some sort of public forum, like hopefully this Oprah interview, where she can say, or like Oprah herself can say, or the two of them, can can just call it for what it was you know maybe highlight those articles between like kate and megan doing the same thing and then how megan's called megan's vilified for it you know something to address the the elephant in the room here and say these the the tabloids are racist and here's why and hope i mean maybe that makes a change maybe it doesn't in the terms of the tabloids decision making but i would hope that it would at least be a wake-up call although I'm sure that there'll be retaliatory pieces no matter what they say in Oprah about how Megan's such a horrible person um and but just to just to hold the light up and maybe at some point down the line someone at these papers can say hey guys maybe we have been unfair and issue an apology or something something more than an apology hopefully they would never Um, I know that they would never but I really want it I really want it to be like a point where it's unavoidable like they can't deny that they've been racist um so that is all for this week's podcast thank you all for listening do you want to share where they can follow us I do so if you're into social media we'd love to have you our twitter is at queens chaotic and our instagram is at chaotic queens pod yay yeah, so be sure to follow those for more um, content from us and notifications on what we'll be talking about in our podcast for the week. So, yeah, thanks. Okay, bye, everybody.